0: Mismatch with Carmela. Broadcasting worldwide.
1: Let's go. And of course, we're privileged enough to have Mark Seymour in the studio.
0: Absolutely. Thanks very much.
1: it's just a pleasure to have you on the show. Would you like to talk a little bit about the Holy Grail? I know it's sort of been put down a bit as a bit of an anthem, sporting events, etc. But you've taken it on as your acoustic body of work.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, look, it's it's just one song in the set that I play. Um, you know, wrote it in... It was 91, so it's about... How old is that now?
1: Oh, it's a few uh, years now. 9,
0: yeah. 27 years. So it's been around for a while. But, yes. Um, I just, it's, you know, it's, it's one of the songs that I do that um, has had perfect. a lot of attention because um, the AFL picked it up as a theme tune. Yes. Uh, I certainly got a lot of attention in that respect. Um, but, you know, it's one song in amongst... Uh, I, I should correct you, though. I mean, my, mm-hmm. my, my subsequent work is I've got a rock band. I play in a band called yes. The Undertow. Yes. And I've been doing that now for quite a while. Yes. And uh, mm-hmm. I do have a set which encompasses material going right, particular songs that, yeah. um, that Hunters and Collectors did that yeah. I like. Yes. And, and then a collection of stuff. You know, I've got like 24, mm-hmm. 24 to 30 songs that I rotate when I play and Grail slots in there somewhere and sometimes I do it sometimes I do it acoustically sometimes I do it with the band
1: I guess over the period of time about 30 years now uh, that you've come together uh, to do your body of work with uh, Hunters Collectors and now of course with the um, Undertows Um, is there a preference to what you like to play?
0: Oh look it's just a bit of a movable feast really I mean I I always like to uh, I'm always writing songs so there's always new material that I'm kind of interested in that sort of stays slightly ahead of Head of the game, but my favorite material look it just re- it changes all the time really yeah. I mean the good thing about this this particular tour is that i 'm playing such a broad selection of material, mm. and um, the show's really kind of emotion has a lot of emotional range, so i 'm um, discovering things about songs that um, that i haven 't played for a long time right. and you know revive them and and then there are songs that are quite new that um, that I've sort of reinvented as well. I mean, the, the the thing is, the band got together and we basically did this session in towards the end of last year and recorded the album over three days. Wow! And we went really, kind of went really hard for three days. Like yeah. I wrote out a set list and we treated it, you know, pretty much like okay, what if what, how would we do this? We were playing in front of an audience and yes. a lot of the material we knew really well, um, but some of the stuff we were a little less sure of. But yeah. Now that I'm in the thick of the tour itself, it's um, lots of things are happening on stage that are surprising me, and you know that's I suppose what's so exciting about live music, I would say.
1: Well, that's the other thing, you know, um, I do enjoy myself personally to go and see live music. I think that's when you get the true essence of any band or artist. Mm. Um, and it gives you an opportunity to see another side of a song that you probably heard that you've got on a recording and then you see someone play it live and they just play it sometimes so much differently. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah, and yeah. it's
1: a pleasure to hear, um, pe- uh, you know, people do that. Now, I went on to uh, um, AMRAP, which is, you know, the Australian Music Radio Airplay project, and I oh, managed yeah. to pick up quite a bit of your um, own body of work of songs through there. Um, now, I'm not sure, Is um, I was going to play a track called Cry in the Rain. Oh, that, yeah. Is, yeah. and That uh, I was playing just before you um, you came on air. It's quite a different song. Is there something personal about that particular song?
0: Well, you know, yeah, there is. It's it's that I won't go into the no, dim darkness okay. of it all, but all uh, right. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a it's definitely a you know a, an identity a, a song about identity and and uh, midlife and, oh, um, God, yes. and my mother died in, a couple of years ago and yeah. um, that I suppose that affected me quite a lot. Yes. Um. Um. The does. thing is, when you when there's you know when your parents die, I think you sort of go through big changes that you don't actually you're not sort of aware of at the time, you know, that they Very kind true. of things come up in your mind and um, quite randomly, I think, when you're yeah. grieving. And yeah. uh, and I think there's a little bit of that in there, that's for sure.
1: I, I find it amazing that, um, especially with musicians, that they can put down in words and music how they feel, whereas maybe the everyday person may struggle a little bit in getting those emotions out. So you put it into song.
0: Look, to be honest, I think it's really important that if there's one useful thing that songwriting does, you know, you, and yet to get, to try to be as good at it as you can, because it has the, it has the capacity to sh- enable you to share emotion, share your humanity with other people. And I think that's what audiences and people who come to see, listen to music are looking for, you yes. know, they're looking for some kind of shared experience. And yes. um, I'm always really mindful of that. I think when I'm writing, like, you know, I, there's a lot of stuff I write that never sees the light of day because I just think it's rubbish, you know, oh. and part of the reason I do is I think that way is because I listen to back to a song and go, is this going to work with people? Yes. Are they going to be able to, are people going to be able to hear or understand what this is about? Yes. And is it going to, are they going to be able to relate to it? And I, I, I just think those questions are really important, you know.
1: It is very important. And... Um, uh uh, talking about different events that are coming up in in uh, in your life in the touring, you get another birthday coming up soon. Oh, I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we all all mid tour. Uh, mid yeah, that's right. So you'll be able to celebrate while you're maybe uh, um, at an event or. Oh, on your they way. come and go. I
0: I I don't I tend to be a bit kind of quiet about it. <laughs>
1: it? Quiet about it? Well, I did a little bit of research, and not a whole lot, you know. But I thought I might just ask about that. <laughs> <laughs> Initially, when I went and checked out. Uh, you were going to be here with James Rain. I then came across that the fact that you were going to be here before then. And um, is it nice to tour with uh, someone like James?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty unusual. Like I, I, it's not something I would have imagined myself doing like a decade ago. Like no. James and I have quite different backgrounds, I suppose. But we both we're both of a similar age, and we've had so similar touring experience over the years. And our paths have crossed many times, and somebody suggested it as, a, as an idea like yeah. many like quite a while ago now I mean I think the first time we toured together was uh oh God it's about five years ago okay and we just came up with a package you know like a way of putting a show on that distilled the best of each other's work and we we sing together yeah, and good. uh it's pretty simple, you know um but I think that's why it's effective you know and it's uh, he's got a similar similar work ethic to me as well, I reckon he likes. He likes touring. Oh, okay. So, you know, the, I've, I've found, it, found it quite refreshing to work with James. You know, it's just a good yeah. company and the, band, the two bands get along together. Well, um, oh, that's a good start. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, that, I know. You can kind of, you can sort of underestimate the importance of that. Oh, but, You know, when you, when you actually tour a lot, it's like, yeah. you know, having, working with people around you who, you know, there's a lot of mutual respect. And, yes. And we, we have a really good time, yeah.
1: Oh, that's Excellent. So uh, therefore, I guess it's uh, fair to say that touring will be fairly high on your agenda over the next few years.
0: Well, it's hard to know, really. Like we, it's funny, you know. I often talk to my manager about how we, you know, been working for so long at this, and we don't actually plan that far ahead. You know, like you, you have sort of broad, you know, broad ideas about what you might be doing in a year's time, but then things yeah. just have a habit of changing quite quickly. You know, and um, gigs just sometimes you just gigs just come out of the sky you know like yeah. the more you play word of mouth is a really big deal in, yes. in australia you know like it's you can never underestimate it no. you know people just go away and they talk to each other and they might have seen you playing at such and such a place and yes. really like the show and they you know six degrees of separation you end up getting offered a gig mm-hmm. somewhere and like i ended up, i played in birdsville three or four days ago and i, yeah. I I never thought I'd blame Birdsville.
1: But still it happened. <laughs>
0: and yeah, and I to, uh, how many Australians have been to Birdsville? I mean, there was thousands of people there on, oh. you know, parked out in the desert. It was a pretty amazing night.
1: That would be amazing, under the sky. The That's right. A yeah. beautiful sky that, that has, um, without interruption of other um, lighting amongst That's it. right. Yeah, yeah be, exactly right. It would be yep. amazing. Now, also, I noticed that um, you um, graduated from, I think it's the Melbourne University yeah. as a teacher. I did, yeah. 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 Do you do teaching now?
0: Uh no. No. <laughs>
1: no. So once you... I actually
0: lectured. I did a lecture of uh, the week before last. I did a lecture at Monash University <coughs> on in, on songwriting, and it was I had a, and the guy who asked me to do it, an old mate of mine. is a he's a he's a professor there, and he said um, in the music. I think it was in the music faculty, but uh, he said, uh, look, uh, I said, how long How long are you, do I need to talk? <laughs> oh, I don't know, an hour, an hour and a half? And I thought, an hour and a half talking about songwriting, how do you do that? Oh, you easy. know, so <laughs> I, I had a crack at it, but I, I came at it from a really, it was an interesting process, even just to realise just where my head was with it all. But yeah. um, these are kids, you know, like 21, 22-year-old kids, and yeah. I'm not quite sure whether I really Made made any sense to them. But uh teaching is uh I did teach for a little while. Yeah. But I just realized very quickly that
1: was it's you're just one. something
0: <laughs> well, put it this way, I just thought the idea of doing it and not being emotionally committed. Yeah. oh, yes. you wouldn't want to do that job. It's it's incredibly hard. I yeah. mean it's, it's secondary school teaching. Yes. is in the public system. It's really hard work. Yeah. Uh all, m- most of my family, my sisters, my mother and father were both all teachers. Right. Okay. Uh, and so we've got that in our background, but yeah. um I I just think it's like it's it's really underpaid. Yes.
1: Oh, uh, for sure. <laughs>
0: and it's really undervalued. And uh, you know, there's a real there's a real problem. I think the education system's got enormous problems. I mean, it's become heavily politicised by um, yeah. the current government. Yes. And uh, it's really unfortunate. And, you know, it's, it's a great concern for me. I think education is, is an incredibly important part of everyone's upbringing. Wow. Um, so, but that said, you know, I, I realised, you know, at a very early stage that,
1: there's a lot of commitment. Oh, the only
0: way I was going to be able to do this is mm. if I was completely emotionally committed to it and I, yeah. and I just knew that I wasn't, so that's why I didn't do it.
1: Well, that's all right, but I thought I'd ask because it's just interesting, like, I always think to myself, are you musicians all the time or do you day job? You know, that's what I was getting into. I thought No, maybe. no, it's
0: it's <laughs> full time. It's There's lots to do, believe me. Yeah,
1: I, for sure there would be. But I just wanted to thank you for oh, coming on here.
0: Cool. Thanks very much.
1: Thank you.